The Democrat governor of New Mexico has essentially banned the Second Amendment. A judge rules in favor of New York teachers who sued over vaccine mandates. Plus, Joe Biden gives his worst press conference yet. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. And God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who in just a few short statements completely summarized the motivations of the left. Give a leftist power and that person will try to take yours. In the case of Grisham, she is using her power as governor to declare a health emergency in order to ignore the U.S. Constitution and take away constitutional rights from residents of New Mexico. Here's Grisham's health emergency declaration. So effective immediately, no person other than a law enforcement officer or licensed security officer shall possess a firearm either openly or concealed within cities or counties averaging 1,000 or more violent crimes per 100,000 and more than 90 fire re firearm-related emergency department visits. I hope everyone is letting those comments sink in because this is a person who swore an oath to uphold the Constitution and she is blatantly violating the Constitution to advance her agenda. She is saying that in the most dangerous area of New Mexico, you can't defend yourself. This is wrong and it is unconstitutional. Now, I'm about to show you something that may be even more shocking than Grisham's original statement. You ready? Here it is. Okay, here's a post from CNN about Grisham's power grab and gun activist David Hogg comments that, I support gun safety, but there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the US Constitution. Can you believe this? Never in a million years would I ever say that I agree with David Hogg, but he's right. A governor can't say there is some public health emergency, and so I'm just going to blow off the Constitution. But then again, deep down, Grisham believes that the Constitution is kind of optional. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. Unreal. So Grisham apparently swore an oath to uphold the Constitution most of the time, or some of the time, or parts of it part of the time. Now, several New Mexico lawmakers are saying the governor should be impeached. I was completely shocked and taken by surprise that she would do such a gross overreach and completely violate the Constitution. Our governor, she called for open season on law-abiding citizens by subverting the state and federal constitutions and laws of our state. And that's something that needs to be remedied immediately. In her press conference, Grisham admitted that she may be skirting the law, that it may be challenged. And in one direct question, Grisham also admitted the obvious. Governor, yep. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets 
for 30 days? Uh, no. There you have it. This public health emergency, whatever that is, won't stop the bad guys. They aren't going to listen. She is targeting law-abiding citizens by saying the Second Amendment is banned. Some local law enforcement officers are already ignoring the order because, guess what? They also swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. And I hope all New Mexico residents ignore this order as well. All right, next let's talk about a win against vaccine mandates. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about some big news regarding vaccine mandates, because those mandates, based on hype, propaganda, coercion, and fear, not science, caused so much hardship to individuals and families. People lost their jobs. Think about that. An experimental drug was mandated under penalty of employment termination. The drug did not stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID, and yet businesses, colleges, and the government mandated that you had to get it. As you know, many people refused, and now lawsuits that were created by those people are coming back to bite government in the rear. One such lawsuit involves teachers in New York who are forced to get vaccinated or be fired. Here's the story. A New York City judge ruling that 10 teachers fired by the New York Department of Education for refusing the COVID vaccine must be reinstated with back pay. Judge Ralph Porzio calling the decision to keep the employees out of classrooms, quote, arbitrary, capricious, and unreasonable. The judge is exactly right. Not only do the mandates violate our constitutional rights, but the mandate itself is arbitrary, just based on what the left-wing administrators wanted to do and not the science. Dr. Mark Siegel recently commented on the issue of virus transmission, even if you were vaccinated. We already saw spread from people who had been vaccinated in a famous uh, event in Provincetown, and yet the mandates continued, even with the Delta variant, where you could continue, where you could actually get COVID despite the vaccine. So that took a lot of the wind out of the mandate sails. Because if you're saying the military has to be vaccinated to prevent it from spread to another soldier, well, but it still could spread. And the other point, and I've been saying this since the beginning, is what about uh, immunity from infection. What about na so-called natural immunity? That mm -hmm. wasn't counted in the United States. That's huge. Great comments. For decades, doctors and scientists would talk about natural immunity, how it arises after someone gets a virus. That was just thrown out the window during the pandemic. Natural immunity exists. Science said it was stronger than anything the vaccines were doing. And yet, that was it. Was it. The vaccine or else. Here's comments from one of the New York teachers who is now allowed back to work following the judge's ruling. It's nonsensical. It's been nonsensical since the beginning. Judge Porzio states in his statement that it's been found that the COVID vaccine does not stop transmission, which was the reason they put the mandate in in the first place. And I really want to give a shout out to those who've been with us from the beginning. The only prominent person that was with us was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. back in 2021 on the streets of New York City fighting with us. This particular teacher is not back on the job despite the judge's ruling because the school district said the New York's Department of Education is reviewing the matter. I can't wait until these government agencies Write these Americans a very huge check. All right, next let's talk about Joe Biden, who during a trip to Vietnam gave one of the most revealing speeches of his presidency. It was revealing in the sense that if anyone had any doubt that Biden is not up to the task of being president, those doubts should now be gone. 
It was rambling, incoherent, and it showed that Biden is not running the show. Just listen to these comments and remember, this is part of an official visit to Vietnam and press conference. This is Biden on global warming using a John Wayne movie to make his point. And three or four Indians in headdresses and the Union soldiers. The Union soldiers basically saying, Indians, come with me, we'll take care of you, everything will be good. And the Indian scout, the Indian looks at John Wayne and points to the Union soldier and says, he's a lion dog-faced pony soldier. Well, there's a lot of lion dog-faced pony soldiers out there about, about global warming. But not anymore. All of a sudden, all realize it. And it's like seeing the light. What a mess. I never thought we'd be hearing the lying dog-faced pony soldier line again. But there it was. He can't even get his words out clearly. And then, when it comes time for the press conference portion of the program, Biden was right on script, doing what other people tell him. Now I will take your questions. Let me see. They told me they gave me five people here. Um, Mandita... Uh, uh, um, thank you for taking my question. So here's what's really wrong with that situation. Yes, Biden should have the confidence and faculties to just call on anyone. Sure. But the real problem isn't that he has a predetermined list. I'm sure others going into press conferences, knowing they know who they're going to call on and probably even have what order they're going to be in. The problem is that those other politicians are aware enough to make the process run smoothly to just flow and call on one person and then the next, predetermined or not. That is the sign of someone in control. Biden has lost all of that. He's saying the hidden parts out loud so that we all know that he's not in control. And when something happens, like he loses his list, he is incapable of improvising. And uh, let's see, I'm just following my orders here. Uh, staff, is anybody haven't spoken? Uh, I ain't calling on you. I'm calling. I said that five questions. I need it. Be away. What a mess! And there are tons of other examples from this press conference that show Biden can't handle the job, and the American people know it. For the Democrats, the issue, of course, is Biden's age. In a CNN poll this week, nearly 7 in 10 Democrats said the party should nominate, quote, a different candidate than Joe Biden. And it was the biggest concern among 49% of all Democrats. The biggest concern was Biden's age. Overall, just 28% of Americans say Biden inspires confidence. That's down 24 points from two years ago when he was just four months into his presidency. What are the Democrats going to do? They tried so hard to clear the field for Biden, and now it appears that they're scrambling to find a replacement. It's clear even to them that Biden has to go. All right, next here are some rapid-fire headlines from around the country. First, Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, and some staffers got into trouble when they set out on a four-day electric vehicle road trip. Turns out that they had so much trouble charging up their vehicles that at one point, a staffer in a gas-powered car blocked one of the chargers from a family with a baby in the car, so Granholm's team could use it later. The family called the cops on the group. Next, a mother in Virginia is suing her child's school district because it hid the fact that the district was encouraging and supporting a transgender lifestyle for the child. The mother said this led the child to run away from home 
who then landed in the waiting arms of a pedophile who raped the girl and trafficked her. As the mother noted, quote, I am the parent. I'm the expert on my child. There is nobody in school or court system that knows my daughter better than me. And finally, we're starting to see a few cracks in the dam of the climate agenda with more scientists speaking out on the push for these net zero emissions, that they are based on politics and not science. In a paper from two scientists, one from Princeton and the other from MIT, the researchers state that the EPA's new carbon rules are based on opinions that have consistently proven to be wrong. They write, quote, the unscientific method of analysis, relying on consensus, peer review, government opinion, models that do not work, cherry picking data, and omitting voluminous contradictory data is commonly employed in these studies and by the EPA, end quote. The curtain needs to be pulled back on the climate agenda and more scientists such as these need to step up. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.